Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and today I'm writing solo as I review 3,000 Years of Longing. This is our first Blu-ray home entertainment review here on the show. I'm very, very excited to dig deep into this film. And just to let you guys know that this film will be available to purchase for home entertainment on Tuesday, November 15th, which by the time you're listening to this, it should be out at your local Best Buy out on Amazon, your local retail store. So go crazy. You don't have to wait super long, which is really, really awesome. And I wanted to thank Warner Brothers for sending me a review copy for the purpose of this episode. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics. That is optics with an X. Or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. So the way that this review is going to go down, because like I said, this is my first Blu-ray review that I'm ever doing here on the show. And I hope you guys like it. We plan on doing more throughout uh, the end of this year and the beginning of next year. But the way how I'm going to break this down for you guys is that I'm going to get into my initial reactions of the film as a whole. And then we're going to get into some sound and picture slash special features for you guys of what is on this Blu-ray itself. And then I'll kind of just close on out with my final thoughts of the film and the overall package and let you guys know if this is something that is worth adding to your Blu-ray collection because I myself am a huge physical media collector. I guess it's just the 90s kid in me having that tangible product, which which makes it all the more worthwhile, makes you feel like you actually own something, even though you technically don't, you know, if you want to get into the, uh, you know, into the weeds there and the nitty gritty, but we're not going to focus on that here today. So without further ado, we'll be right back after this introduction to 3000 years of longing. You mock me. Three witches, perfectly simple and theoretically safe. I was imprisoned by Solomon precisely because I cried out my heart's desire only by granting you yours may I earn my release. Yes, well, I appreciate the symmetry, but the thing is this. I cannot for the life of me summon up one eligible wish, and you're asking me for three. Is there any life in you? Are you even alive? You know, in some cultures, absence of desire means enlightenment. Then you are a pious fool. If I'm content, why tempt fate? And you're a coward. Don't goad me. There is no human, no angel, no djinn that wouldn't grasp at the chance to fulfill their deepest longings, and I am saddled with the one who claims to want nothing at all. Alethea Bini, you are a liar. You know, I am beginning to wish we'd never met. No, no, don't say that! And we are back. You just heard a introduction for the film, 3,000 Years of Longing. Again, this is our very first Blu-ray review here on the podcast. I'm very excited to dive into the home media space here for all of our amazing listeners out there. 
For those of you who have not heard about this movie, it is created by the one, the only George Miller and is written by George Miller, accompanied with Augusta Gore and A.S. Byatt, which this movie is based upon the short story, The Jinn and the Nightingale's Eye. So I did not know it was based off of a previous, you know, short story that's out there, but it's always good to know these things when you're, you know, uh, going into a uh, movie review. So <laughs> this movie also stars Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba, the two powerhouses of this film. And they are completely just insane. I, I was spellbound by their performances and the story is as follows. Dr. Aletha Benny, played by Tilda Swinton, is an academic creature of reason. While she's in Estable, she happens to encounter a djinn or a genie, played by Idris Elba, who offers her three wishes in exchange for his freedom. At first, she does doubt that he is real, and she knows all the cautionary tales about wishes gone wrong when it comes to dealing with genies or djinn. But the djinn, in this case, pleads his own case, and eventually she is beguiled and makes a wish that surprises them both. So, as I said before, I'm going to get into my initial reactions here of the film really quick, just so you guys can understand my thoughts of it, because, you know, I did have to watch it in order to give you guys the, the tea here on whether or not this is something that you should think about picking up and adding to your physical collection at home. But as far as my initial reactions go, I did not think it was all that great. I know a few of my other friends who watched it, who absolutely loved it. But unfortunately, I do not think that this was a great follow-up to George Miller's Mad Max Fury Road. If you've not seen Mad Max Fury Road, I Highly recommended to anyone out there who loves the action adventure genre. It's just full of life and the lore goes so deep. It's really one of the best movies of our generation. But as far as 3000 years of longing, when I was checking out this movie, I, I really felt as though Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba did share intimate thoughts together because I think they are some of the best parts of this movie. There are other supporting actors and actresses within this movie that help push the story along a little bit further. But Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba are the main two power plays of this film. And I enjoyed their thoughts when it came to the nature of storytelling, love and desire. And like I said before, I believe this is when the movie is at its best, but unfortunately I felt like the pacing of the movie felt flat. It was very, very off. And I constantly checked the runtime to see when it was going to end. Because let me tell you, I feel like this movie took me about 3000 years to get through altogether, unfortunately. But I do enjoy how this is a different spin on the traditional genie story that we have come to know and love. And it's... It's very by the numbers in some parts, but there are a lot of twists and turns that I was not expecting. But overall, I did enjoy the ride of this movie, but it felt like, you know, it, this took a little bit too long to get through altogether. But it feels as if this film 
is trying to be smarter than what it is because it does tackle a lot of themes when it comes to loneliness and the longing for companionship. Those parts of the movie is something that I enjoyed myself. I loved how they tried to tackle those themes, but again, it just took just a little bit too long to get to those themes and those realizations that these characters come to towards the end of the movie. But as far as my initial reactions goes, that's pretty much all I have to say on the movie. I do not want to give out any spoiler details. Again, like I said, this movie will be available to purchase on November 15th of this year, 2022. Again, should be out by the time that you guys are listening to this review. So skedaddle on to your own Walmart or your Best Buys or your Targets and pick this up if this is something that you really enjoy. But as far as the sound, picture, and special features goes, I did watch this movie on my OLED TV, which is a LG C1. And I got to say that the combination of the psychedelic imagery was very, very fantastic. It, it was stimulating and it looked great on my television from a person who enjoys the highest quality of audio and video, even though I was watching a standard Blu-ray 1080p Blu-ray of this film, the images of this world are just fantastic. And at times I feel like the CGI is on par with some of the top tier Marvel films out there. And there's also a lot of flashback story sequences that had a daydream type quality to them that really captivated and stunned me as a viewer. And like I said before, even though this is a standard Blu-ray through this on my PlayStation 5, which plays 4K and standard Blu-ray players, uh, the visuals were crystal clear. And I was very, very impressed with how everything looked so vibrant. You know, the color grading didn't look as washed out as some Blu-rays tend to do. It feels as if the Blu-ray has kept the raw quality intact on this disc. As far as the audio options for this movie, they are pretty standard. Uh, the Blu-ray offers Dolby Atmos True HD, uh, as well as English descriptive audio and video options for the deaf and or hard of hearing. And unfortunately, I was actually looking forward to this, but there are no special features on this disc, which disappointed me. This seems to be a run-of-the-mill basic Blu-ray package, but I would have liked to learn more about how this film was made and how it delved deeper into the themes of this film, what George Miller was thinking about when he wanted to adapt these short stories into a hour and 48 minute runtime movie. But unfortunately the Blu-ray is lacking a lot of special features when it comes to this movie. It seems as if this is just a easy print to, you know, home video. There are a lot of uh, options there are a lot of Blu-rays nowadays that are just quick to print to straight to DVD. Um, this movie also is available in a 4K UHD. So like I said before, when it came to the vi visuals, if they look stunning on a 1080p standard Blu-ray disc, it's going to look fantastic on a 4K UHD disc for sure, especially if you're rocking an um, LG OLED C1 like me or something similar. It's really going to blow you away. Th those audio and visual, mainly the visual qualities are going to are going to blow you away for sure. 
So as far as my final thoughts for 3,000 Years of Longing, the Blu-ray, the first Blu-ray review here on the Film Optics Podcast, I feel as though it is a typical uh, package Blu-ray that features some outstanding performances by Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba. And even though the audio is pretty standard from what I was uh, listening to or experiencing, the visual aspects of the standard Blu-ray are noteworthy. And again, unfortunately, there are no special features included on this disc, which is a bit of a bummer. As for the story and the idea of George Miller diving into the ideologies and the impact of folklore within this film is very, very intriguing, but it is a bit of a letdown when it comes to the story. Again, I just felt like it was the pacing was off. It wasn't the runtime itself, like an hour and 48 minutes. It's a very standard runtime for a film, but when it comes to the pacing of the movie itself, unfortunately, when the pacing is off, it can cause the movie to drag on in certain parts. I felt as though there were multiple endings to this movie. And I think that is something that uh, did not sit well with me. But as for the price, I'd say it's a very reasonable asking price for around 25 US dollars when it comes to the standard Blu-ray. And I believe when I saw on Best Buy's website, I believe the UHD was running between $30 and $25 as well. So as far as if you should buy this or not, I can't necessarily say yes and or no, but I believe it really comes down to whether you enjoy this film so much that you wanted to include it into your home entertainment collection. Like I said before, a very standard Blu-ray package doesn't come with any special features, uh, but if it is a movie that you enjoy, I believe that it is something that you should pick up while you can. Because, you know, we got Black Friday coming around the corner, a lot of holiday shopping. So maybe this is something you can buy for yourself or for a loved one or a significant other or your mother, your brother, whoever it may be. So that concludes my first Blu-ray review of 3,000 Years of Longing here on the Film Optics Podcast. Please let me know how I did on this because uh, I would love to do more in the future. Um, maybe a few far in between because we are running on a pretty busy schedule now. You know, it, when it comes to movies and TV shows, they, they never seem to stop. You know, the reviews just keep coming and coming. But let me know how I did on this by either messaging us on Instagram or following us on Twitter at Film Optics. Um, as of right now, we're running into a few issues with our Film Optics account, so you may not be able to find us on there right now, but you can actually just email us at filmoptics at gmail.com to let us know if you have any questions, comments, concerns about this uh, Blu-ray release, or just let me know how I did on it. So yeah, thank you very much, everyone, for listening to this. And again, thank you to Warner Brothers for sending me a review copy so I can let you guys know the tea, whether or not to pick up this Blu-ray or not. It was very, very kind of them. But with all that said, really quick, want to let you guys know what's coming up on our podcast for you to look forward to. As of right now, we have our Black Panther Wakanda Forever review that is up on podcast platforms around the internet, as well as our Causeway review and our Smile review, which is 
very oh man i that movie still gives me the creeps just thinking about it and what's on deck for you guys to look forward to for the rest of the month of november we have our the menu review that we'll be dropping later on um next week as well as our willow episode one through three review which will be dropping on november 30th as well as our glass onion a knives out story so those are just a few shows and films for you to look forward to when it comes to us covering that for the podcast itself. And if you've liked what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, or your significant other. Make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics Podcast with a movie lover in need. And with all that said, that is a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys in the next one.